0: plus
1: welcome to this week of beating the boom the podcast we got a very very special day today man we got some good news dropped on us some great right before the show came down we all know what went down with chase young and him supposedly being suspended for potentially a four games we just got word that this thing is dwindled down to two games and i can't be more happy man because this is one of those deals bro to where you know you got this all-world collegiate athlete and you got a guy that's on the defensive side of the football that's
2: In the discussion oh, for the Heisman Trophy, that's big, bro. How many? How, how many times? When's the last time we had anybody? Well, we've had some guys in the in, in the talk about it, but, right? But to actually like a have a legit chance to right. win it,
1: right? You know, I mean, I think Dwayne Haskins, but I, I don't think he really had a legit chance to win it. I think he was a body um, to just feel, you know, essentially the roster, the Heisman roster. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't think we had a legit shot uh, in a long time, man. This is it right here, yeah.
2: especially for a defense side uh, oh, guy, man, yeah. you know. Um, Last guy to win that was uh, was Charles Woodson, I believe it mm-hmm. was, and that yeah. was <laughs> decades ago. So uh, to have this guy back, man, is it, huge. I mean, uh, to, to get a two game sus- suspension is is big time. Uh, the biggest thing, Should they got no suspension at all. So
1: I mean, yeah, right. I, I'm okay with a two game suspension. I think it was BS nonetheless. Yeah, I'm spitting nuts and whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> naked medley nuts all over the
2: microphone. <laughs> oh, man. But, like you said, you're right. He shouldn't have got a a, a suspension at all. I mean, especially if, if it was a family member right. who loaned him some money and he paid the money back. I don't care who it was. Hell, man. Any college kid can go and get a loan, It it's a family member or not. I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, trust me. If anybody agrees with you, I'm going to agree with you. And, yeah. and the deal is they try to make it
1: so um, – the student athlete isn't getting anything that a normal student wouldn't able to be able to get, and any other student can go get a loan from anybody that
2: they want any, for any dollar amount that they want. And any other student can go out and get a job. They can go go. I mean, right? They, and I know it's gonna be back and forth. What, yeah. Uh, student get athletes get this. They get to out, it, but yeah. nonetheless, they don't know the, the the behind scenes, all the stuff that that a student athlete goes through. Right. The all the hard. Even though I'm not saying that regular students don't work hard, but you try to go live the life and walk in, in the shoes of a of a of an athlete of mm-hmm. a student athlete, and then do it of a regular student, right? I mean, student athletes look at the time that they have to even try to study for for class and things mm-hmm. like that. And most m- most students, yeah, you work jobs, but I think they have more time to to have a a regular life, right? Um, than most athletes, a hundred
1: percent, hundred and ten percent, man. Yeah,
2: but um, more so, uh. This this is a big deal, man. I mean, to get this guy back for the Penn State game, which is I think it's probably gonna be um, our biggest game. Yeah, even though they lost, it's still gonna be a hell of a yeah, game. Yeah, it's still, yeah. It's still, I still, I think it's gonna be the biggest game. And it's, it's a lot is gonna happen with that game. You know, obviously, if if we win that game, which is I think we we, we will win the game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we automatically go to the Big Ten championship to probably end up playing Minnesota, who who just beat Penn State, right? Yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm actually pretty excited about that. I'm happy that the NCAA took took a hold of this thing and, and, and got it right. Obviously, I don't think they were right by giving him a suspension at all. But for them to come back within and, the guidelines yeah, that they already
1: got set, they, they definitely yeah.
2: They but but I, I think they have pressure on them to to make a make the right decision because if they get this guy who's a like you said a Heisman a Heisman candidate, a potential you know top three pick. In the NFL draft, you suspend this guy for the rest of the year. That's like, come on, man. You guys just changed this rule, mm-hmm. basically saying that, you know, student athletes will be able to make money off their names and everything, and then you come back with this. It's just a bad look for the NCAA. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think wow.
1: they got a lot of bad looks, and I don't like you said, I don't think they wanted to deal with the, uh, the, the extra headlines and the extra pressure, yeah. um, especially, you know – like You said when you got a guy of uh, this high caliber and you know they need to get it right, um, uh, but I, you know, I do commend him for getting it done as quickly as possible.
2: That's that's another thing because they could have drugged this thing right. out. and they could have drugged it out from to where he where he could have missed the Penn State, the Michigan game, yeah. It might not have been up to, 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 to the at that point in time. Man.
1: If you're him, it's like, all right, but do I even come back at this
2: point? You know what? That, that, that's a that, that's a great question because it's like, okay, if I'm gonna sit out. The rest, of the, the rest of the regular season. What's the point of me even coming back playing in, you know, the Big Ten Championship and the playoffs, which is, if I'm him, I'm sure he would want to still. Right. But it's like, you know, if you have the opportunity to be, to be the number one, number two pick in, in the NFL draft,
0: you know, you know what it, you're it, yeah,
2: <laughs> it, I don't know if I'm taking that risk of, uh, you know, getting hurt. You know? So, I guess, where's Chase Young at
1: on sacks? I think it's like what, 13 and a half or something like that. So – That's my deal. I wanted to see him go on his tear to where he, you know, eclipsed like 20 sacks this year.
2: And it's crazy that you say that because me and Will was just talking about this. Of course, yes, if he would have played against uh, Maryland and Rutgers, we might be talking about he might be sitting at 19, maybe 20 sacks. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, this guy is so special that he can miss two games and he still might. I, in 100%. my opinion, he still might get 20 sacks. And that right there. It shows enough why he should be up for Heisman or why, why he has a, a legit chance. To and, and that right there, if he does
1: that, if we talk about ripping off what? So, he'll have two more games, uh, Michigan. and no, um, Penn
2: State-Michigan. Yeah, Penn State-Michigan,
1: regular season before yeah. the Heisman and all that stuff. Yeah, Two more games. If he rips off like, you know, seven sacks within Even those it, two games, bro, that's ridiculous. Seven sacks in two games, that will put him in New York, hoisting the Heisman Trophy, his name being up there with R.G. Troy Smith and all the yeah. other greats that we didn't have come through here.
2: I mean, even if the guy gets five or six sacks, I mean, bro, that's just – that's just – it's some guys that go through a whole season. Right, don't get that. You <laughs> don't even get – But Obviously, we know he's a special player, man. One of the
1: things I do like, though, is um, – who was the young kid that played in for him last, last week? Um, well, I don't know.
2: Harrison. Zach Harrison. Harrison.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, we had young guys step in and play, and they looked good. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can sit there and say it was versus Maryland, and we put up seventy three points versus them,
2: but nonetheless, it's, it's Division one football. They Big looked football. Come on,
1: good. Tyreek Smith. I mean, th- these guys are in great shape. When I say these guys, I mean the Ohio State but guys are in great shape behind them, and that's one of the deals too, man. That I, I I love Chase Young. I think he is a difference maker. But I don't know if he was that much of a difference maker in terms of deciding a win or loss for Ohio State. Let's say he did miss Penn State game. Mm-hmm. I think we're that good, we got that much depth, that we would have been okay.
2: I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think if Chase, say the suspension was four games and we'd have missed him for the Michigan-Penn State game, I still, in my opinion – I like our chances. Oh, yeah, for right. sure. I I think that we still could have won out mm-hmm. and got into the, uh, you know, Big Ten Championship. I think – I don't even think – even if he was out for the, pick, the Big Ten championship, I think we could have beat Minnesota,
1: right? <laughs> and and,
2: and, and going to the playoffs, man. But
1: he's I, a different. I'm not saying he's not a difference maker. He is one of those guys. You got him out there in the football field. No, we,
2: we're just saying how how, how, how good a team are, exactly entirely that we have behind him. Mm-hmm. Don't get us wrong at all. We we love Chase Young and we want him a part a part of every game that we we play. But, but boy, we, what we're saying is the, the cupboard is full, man. You know how you got uh
1: you know Raymond Noodles, man? How they come on the. <laughs> You can either buy them in a single single pack, or you can buy them. You go to all the these or something. You buy the bulk. You're right. We got the bulk. We got, the bulk, <laughs> we got the bulk pack, and we got. Normally everybody just got chicken, but we got chicken. We got beef. We got creamy chicken. We got shrimp. We got all the ramen noodles <laughs> in the cupboard, man. So we're straight.
2: Oh man. <laughs> Oh that that is hilarious. But yeah, like you said, man, bringing him back, man, is just like like you said, having everything right. back back together, man, which is which is a great thing and I'm looking forward to to seeing him come back cuz I like, like I was telling I was telling Will this earlier. I mean, of course we never want to see him miss any games, but you got to think this dude is going to be ready to go. Right. When we play Penn State. So that's why I'm like y'all keep saying, you know, Man, it's it's he could it, it, be get, ugly for everybody else. Oh, man. <laughs> so the NCAA kind of did us a little favor right? it's like they, they got us at the right time, mm-hmm. you know. Now, now, now if they would have did this one, when we was playing against Wisconsin or, you know, some mm-hmm. of them bigger games, I'm like, come on, bro. Y'all, are y'all serious? <laughs> come on. That's not right. But they gave us a little break. And now my dude about to come back for the Penn State and Michigan game? Yeah, he's going he gonna, to he cause hell show for sure, for show. sure. He's going to be like a, a a rubber band. You know what I'm saying? He pull that thing back, he's going to be ready to go. I wonder
1: what was the coaching staff like. I mean, what was the – obviously, we you know, we heard him talking in the media and all that, and, you know, they were, you know, saddened to hear that he wasn't going to be be there and playing. But I wonder really when you really are dealing with something like that as a coach, what is your mentality and what's going through your mind, especially – I don't know all all the particulars. I don't know all the details. I just know what you guys know, and I know what we heard, that it was money taken to buy a flight for his girlfriend. When you're a coach and you hear some shit like that, I wonder what's going through your head. Like, You mean to tell me we're about to suspend a kid that's in college because he borrowed money to get his girlfriend to come see him play in a college football game? Like, how bogus and how ridiculous is that? And I know you've got some coaches, oh, man, that's the rules of the rules. But some, at some point in time, I, I know they sit back, these rules are bullshit. Nah. And I know you got to be like, man, you're about to disrupt, not only potentially disrupt my season, but disrupt my this career. kid's <laughs> opportunity <laughs> yeah. to go and break records, sack mm-hmm. records at Ohio State, mm-hmm. potentially win a Heisman, mm-hmm. win so many different different defensive player of the year awards. Mm-hmm. You're going to ruin that because of a flight? Psh. A flight? To get his girlfriend to a game?
2: And it's probably only a couple hundred dollars too. Damn. And that's the crazy part. And you talk about a man that's that's gonna have an opportunity to probably go make millions. He is gonna make millions. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm saying, this guy's probably gonna make millions of dollars and y'all expect him to to wanna, you know, support the NCAA when y'all taking him trying to take him down. But you know what's
1: crazy, man? I was looking at something the other day and uh it made me think because I, th- I thought it was legitimate. I want to say it was on maybe Pro Football Talk or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it was like Chase Young, and, you know, they rarely – I mean, every now and then they'll have college players mentioned on there. But I talked about Chase Young and how sad it was that he was suspended. But it also talked about how good of a player he was. Chase mm-hmm. Young is good enough right now. When he gets drafted number one overall, he's still going to be underpaid in terms of the league value and how they value uh, defensive ends. Because right now, if he's a free agent, he's free to go into the league right now. Somebody will, without question, a team would sign him to a contract in excess of one hundred and ten million dollars, one hundred and twenty million dollars. We're talking like Demarcus Lawrence money because he's he's shown that that much potential and that much dominance in college already.
2: It's just like it's just like Bosa right now. Yeah, a dude is having an unbelievable year. Probably had a chance to be. Not just uh, rookie of rookie here. defense of the year, but all defense player of the year. <laughs> period. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy that you say that because you have these these contracts where it's the rookie you know, wage scale. Rookie, yeah, it, it's it's so crazy, and you could be sitting next to your locker mate that's 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 making you over here making, you know, uh, what? A,
1: they probably make what? I think the guaranteed money when you go, I don't know, let's say, anywhere from twenty eight to thirty one million dollars. Based off of where those guys were drafted and where he'll be drafted.
2: But I'm going off, okay, on a rookie contract, Mm -hmm. your weekly paycheck for 16 weeks. It depends on what you're getting paid. Yeah. How they structure it. True. But most guys, it's kind of set. So you're in an area where a guy might be making, you know, 30 Gs, 40 Gs a week. Mm -hmm. And this dude over here making 150, and he might be – Sitting on a pine or or, or (laughs) not even playing, you know, every week because he just ain't got it,
1: you know? Bro, I remember this Carlos Dansby, he was franchise (laughs) tagged, I want to say, two or three times when I was in Arizona. And I remember going – his locker was right around – for mine, I remember going around his locker – and you know how uh, on payday everybody get their mm-hmm. little envelope in the locker. Obviously, so you the check is it you in height? there. Yeah. You're looking at the stub essentially. Mm-hmm. I remember looking at this stub, and this dude was getting eight hundred and fifty thousand a week,
2: <laughs> bro. Eight hundred and fifty grand a week. <laughs> like hey, what? And that and that was when? How many this years? This was in two thousand ten. So just imagine being yeah. what dudes in his position now are making. It's right. some cast is getting. A meal a week. He's bro. That's <laughs> one point <laughs> one point
1: two a week. You know what I'm saying, bro? What is Russell Wilson's salary? What thirty nine oh, million dollars, something God, like that? Bro, Close anyway. to forty I million. Mean, he's getting. Man, he probably getting. He's, he's getting paid pretty swell. Like, but that's just crazy to really think about. You know, going back to Chase Young, how good he is, how much dominance he's shown, and where he could potentially be if we didn't have all these parameters set in place for these guys. Because look at it this way. In college, he can't make any money, right? He can. Everybody else can make money off him and uh, so on and so forth, but She'll he can't make jerseys, any money. Everything. You get to the league, his money is capped because of oh, he's a rookie, so he can only make this amount. I mean, this dude is restricted. I mean, he's going to be before he gets to where he, he should be. I mean, it's going to be, what, four or five years already down the line in the league before he's getting his true value. So he won't see his true value for. At least four to five years. Yeah. That's the sad part.
2: Yeah. What's sad is, you see a lot of guys who go through that. Who, you know, hey, this guy could have been this. He could have been that. But he may have got got an injury, mm-hmm. and he now some guys they don't make no money. Right. Well, I, well, they make money, but they didn't make the money that that they should have made mm-hmm. because maybe they got an injury or something like that. Right. Which is which is sad, man. And. It's just bad for guys that run into those type of situations. And we hope that happens. And none of our guys who, you know, have the opportunity to make a lot of money, you know, going to the next level.
1: Right, man. What you, what you got, man? Transition on from uh, good old Chase. Sean. We happy to have him back. We happy we – I'm going to be happy as hell to see him play in Versus Penn State because I know he's going to be down. But where are we transitioning to next, man? You got the, that, that card over
2: there. Oh, I mean, well, okay. All right, all right. I mean, obviously, you, you want to talk about the Buckeyes' win that, that he got this week. Obviously, we're not going to transition all the way from the Buckeyes. No, we're going to just transition real quick to, to, to bet DSI. Yeah. Because
1: we're going to give this this. – we're not going to give all of our breakdown at this point in time, but we are going to talk about how we fared in the Ohio State game. And I know some people were questioned, had question marks when talking about taking Ohio State to cover that spread. I think the spread was 43-and-a-half or something like that. True, and then and we cover that. It was crazy that we did, man, because that's <laughs> – wow. But I think I did take Ohio State in this situation. When I was logged on to BetDSI, I'm pretty sure I chose the Buckeyes to cover this spread. Spence, what you got for me on this one, man? Did I pick the Buckeyes on this one? Yeah, you guys both picked the Buckeyes. Yeah. So,
0: kudos to you guys. Yeah. So,
1: at BetDSI.com, Beanie use promo 100. code Beanie100. Yeah. Um, And we'll get into those picks a little bit later on. Or, you know what? You mind going to college picks right now? Let's do it, man. Let's, let's, we gave a couple NFL games, too, last week,
0: right? We gave last one. Week, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I got one. your picks from last week. I don't got the picks from this week yet. Pulled. Okay. Up, but well, all right. So give, give us our picks from this week, or last week rather. I right, bean you nailed Minnesota plus seven. Yes. yes. You nailed it, man. I did was confident in Minnesota. Yeah, and, I was not. And confident. Then boom. <laughs> boom, boom <laughs> took Penn State. Did you watch? Did you watch any day? No, I was. We were at the horseshoe. It Antoine was Winfield. Same time. Oh,
1: same. Well, same time. Antoine Winfield Jr. Two interceptions. Balled.
0: I saw the highlights. He's awesome.
1: Oh, yeah. Two picks. Yeah, two picks. Bro. If anyone, Dang.
0: if anyone is the head coach of Ohio State other than Urban Meyer. Antoine Winfield would be at Ohio State. Oh, this is a wild question. But, he, you know, he tries to get the best guys the best. Right. You know, he
1: wants the four- and five-star, <laughs> yeah. which nothing's wrong with that. But I, I ended up talking to Coach Coop, right, after because normally after we shoot the podcast, I run over and do the Ryan Day Coaches Show. Mm-hmm. And I got to ask Coach Coop because we had just talked about it here. I was like, Coach, man, uh, if Antoine Winfield Jr. is, you know, a two- or three-star guy, would you have recruited him? Absolutely. And, he, and then I asked him, I, rephr- I said, Coach, let me rephrase that. Would you recruit players – Kids that have the pedigree of their father—it's like hundred percent. Yeah. If, if I got a chance to recruit Antoine Winfield Jr., I'm going to go get him just, cause. just because. Just because I know because. how good his dad was.
2: Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: And if he shows that he could we be get out of a defense, a, a, a Division One athlete, mm-hmm. I know I'm going to be able to bring it out of him. Hey, exactly. if, if Beanie, if
0: Beanie will Michael Jordan, but
1: if, all right, so so you bring up Michael Jordan's kids. Michael Jordan's kids were not the greatest basketball players. Nah, <laughs> they was sport. out there. Hey, they was. Well one of one of them was. One of them did go division one to play somewhere. Play to
0: Illinois. Yeah, yeah. One of them did go somewhere. But like Beanie, if your work ethic like nobody's right. gonna question you, your work ethic. So right. Like if your son wants to play <laughs> if your hold son on, hold on,
1: hold on. slow that down. Slow that down. Slow that down. Stop. You said Boom. I'm just playing, bro, relax. No, We go back. <laughs> You Myself, Robo, and hey, Lawrence—you put work. Here, brought bro. you along, and me and Robo <laughs> was two of the hardest pe- working people on a football team. My going to my last going to my last year. So come on now,
0: bro. I say it was just playing, right, bro. Relax, like if your man. son, if your son is a borderline <laughs> D one guy, uh huh, somebody's gonna take a chance on him at the D one level because they know that they he's, probably have. Gonna, he's probably gonna have the work ethic that you had. I, I think what so. I'm saying. I, I think so. Then you know, just the, the genes. I mean, yeah, it, the genes it, are right. there, hundred percent. Okay, so you guys both got Ohio State, right? Beanie, you took Alabama, which I wasn't on side with, but boom, you did. There you go, got this big <sighs> win on the road. Uh, you guys both took Wisconsin to cover. They won, but uh, they, didn't they, they didn't cover. They didn't okay. cover. I think they only won by three or two. Oof, all right, all right. So that's a loss. Sorry, that's a close loss. you guys both took Oklahoma to blow them out too, and they almost lost to Iowa State. Yeah, so they showed, Iowa State, man, they, uh, I
1: feel feisty. like every year they're feisty, man. In the back end of the season, they always creep up. Oh, yeah. They always creep up and play hard. And I thought hey. – we thought at one point in time that – who's the coach there? Matt Campbell. Matt, We thought Matt Campbell was going to potentially get the job here at Ohio State. There were rumors uh, of him, you know, and uh, Gene Smith. Gene Smith liking him as a coach. So, yeah.
0: All right. And then the last one, Seattle. Both nailed it. You guys hey. both nailed the Seattle pick. Good job. <laughs> hey, did Seals. you watch
2: that game, though? That was crazy. Did you watch the game, B? Yeah. Yep. Man, that had to have been one of the
0: best Monday night games in a long time, bro. They they was going back and forth. They're they're putting too much blame on Garoppolo. He's without his best receiver. Emmanuel Sanders is without Kittle. They're putting all the blame on him. I was like, man, he's got his best two weapons going. Exactly. I mean, I don't think – and to me, I think I
1: talked about it a little bit last week, I don't think Jimmy G was like the end-all, be-all for that team anyways. You know, I thought he was a good – I think he's a good quarterback. But I don't think he's just this all-world top-ten guy in the league to where he can go out and win you games on his own.
0: Hey, three and three though. You guys hey, both three and three, a couple it's of different games. It's trifling, man. You probably broke even on Bet DSI. Oh, yeah. Uh so yeah,
1: I'll yeah. go get those college picks for you. All right, we're gonna get it right, get it back going here shortly.
0: Hey long as hey, long
2: as I ain't losing no money on Bet DSI, I'm good. I've I mean, lost some money, man. We we have <laughs> but i but won
1: some. I won one more than I lost.
2: Exactly. That but I'm saying it's a better day if I break even than right. losing. You know? So, again, people bet DSI, Beanie one hundred, go over there and make you some money. Hey, that's where you can get your money. Oh, Fast, sure, man. quick,
1: and have fun with it. Where, 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 where we 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 transitioning to. Uh, I,
2: I want to talk man. about the Maryland game a little bit, man. I mean, obviously, uh, I mean, what is there talking talk about? That shit was just like, what the? Yeah, <laughs> that's what, what I'm nasty. saying. Man. We talk about the guys that 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 bought out.
1: Oh, you know what we had last week? Did your boy? Did he get it or did he just miss it? Master T, did he just miss no, the hundred yard? He got it. He got He got, got, hundred, one, he he got, he got Okay, it was one
2: sixteen. Right,
1: you remember what? You remember what the uh, over unders that you had last week? Not off the top of your head. Not off the top of my head. Man. I know it was over under that, uh, You know what? You know who didn't get it? J.K. didn't get it because I thought we said one fifty for J.K.
2: Yeah. Um. I know, but I said he wasn't gonna get it. I believe. Oh, uh, I, I remember. I, I said he was. I, yeah, that was I, one of the questions. Yeah. But I said over. I thought he was. Um. I know one of them we, we said too was uh that the defense was gonna have three or more turnovers, mm-hmm. and we didn't have that I think we only had. One or two. That's crazy. You get 73 points and not more than three turnovers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't force
1: more than three turnovers.
2: And we didn't have a receiver over 100 yards. But we both said that. Yeah. I mean, we, we know that. We have a multiple guy's... guys that had, you know, 40, 60 right. yards, you know, which is that's – I'd rather have that than have one guy that got 200 yards. Right. Man, got uh, this guy here got one catch for seven yards. You know what I'm saying? I the like, so
1: one <laughs> thing that you do know is if you come to Ohio State as a wide receiver, you're going to get developed – you're going to get a chance to play in the National Football League. And you're going to be coached there really, really well. But you're not going to win a Blitnikoff. <laughs> you're not going to win a Blitnikoff because you're not going to get the catches to get the numbers to win a call yeah. But you're going to be a damn good product by the time you come out of here.
2: Yeah. So, overall, um, Buckeyes had a big win. They played well on offense. They played good on defense. Um, we're moving on to, to Rutgers now. Um, it's
1: probably going to be the same, man.
2: Yeah, it's probably going to be – the same, like you said. But what I do like about what Ryan Day is doing, because I feel like we have to do this, mm-hmm. which is the the next thing I want to move into. Uh, I want to talk about us moving from one to two. And I, what I say, what I like about what Ryan Day is doing is, is he's going out and he's whooping these teams. Right. And I feel like that's something that we have to keep doing. Because mm-hmm. you see that we're not getting the respect that we should be getting. You know, as the playoff committee, you know, they – They had us at one. Okay, LSU. Yeah, they got a big win against Alabama. But who the heck has Alabama even played? Right,
1: that was my thing right there. Alabama hadn't played anybody, and we were just going off of status quo with Nick Saban and what he's done in the past. Yeah, where I believe the committee and everybody should go uh, year by year because this ain't like the NFL to where you got guys locked into multi-year contracts. Your roster's changing constantly in college, constantly. We uh, every year your marquee guys, majority teams, your marquee guys are graduating or going to the n f l right so it, it's changing, and those moving pieces are are so much more frequent than at any other level so that so you have to judge them on a on a case by case basis yeah
2: um overall, my thoughts on the committee taking us from one to two um I would honestly i i you know <sighs> I didn't really like it, mm-hmm. but at the same time I was like I couldn't really be mad at them because it's like okay LSU has had some some big wins this year. Right. You know, they got a really good thing going on and I'm I'm not really pressed about the whole rankings right now. Mm-hmm. You know, long as we're sitting in the top 4, I'm happy. You know, long as when it comes to it's time to really go to the playoffs and we're one of the, you know, top 4 teams, which is I I feel we we're, we're going to be. I'm fine with that because right. at the end of the day, it don't matter what you rank, one, two, three, or four, when it comes to, to the in, playoffs. Yeah. As long as you get in, you in there. Right. But I just feel like they got to – we got to keep whooping these but teams. But you, you said it
1: last week, though. You, you knew mm-hmm. Bama was going – or uh, Ellis or whoever the winner of that game was going to jump on house. Yeah,
2: because yeah, uh, that's just
1: – You know how they value the SEC. The and, SEC. Uh,
2: but the SEC is, has been – they're down bad right now. I'm sorry. I, but did,
1: I did not agree with them pinning Georgia up there after the loss to South Carolina. So, it, hold on. So, Georgia's at four right now? Yeah, Georgia's at four. So, it's LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, then Georgia. Hmm. I did not like that move whatsoever. Well,
2: it's going to get shook up real because cause what's going to happen is Auburn is probably going to beat Georgia. Right. And that's going to put Alabama – <laughs> Our boy Spence over here looking at those picks Those college football picks over there Hey, this is my opinion I'm going to just throw that out there right now I'm I think pull up Auburn is probably going to beat Georgia Which is, is going to give the, um, the committee The opportunity to put Alabama back in the mix Which is like <sighs> Come on, man Well, you know that's what they want But yeah, another thing, though, it's like, okay who, who else is out there though Like What do you mean far, As far as In the top 16 Shit names,
1: Minnesota should have been I mean they should have been All the way up there
2: I get what you're saying But at the end of the day They're gonna lose this in the in, 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 in the Big Ten Championship Yeah man. and they
1: better be, And they better They better Value them Like they value an Alabama Or anybody else Because they went out And had a damn good uh, Some damn good games And they went out And, and beat
2: some quality opponents I mean come I on get, I get what you're saying But I, I think They're looking at the at the long picture as well. It's like, okay, we know we can rank these guys all high, but at the end of the day, they're going to meet.
1: You got Alabama sitting there at five. Yeah, You got Oregon sitting there at six. What's so crazy, bro? You say Oregon at six. I didn't even know
2: Oregon had anything.
1: You got Utah at seven. And that's just disrespectful to me to have Minnesota right there at eight behind those teams. I mean, I don't like that at all, bro. I feel you. I don't. But you said you, you you had no idea Oregon was right back, huh? No, I didn't. Crazy thing is, you know who just left Oregon? We just talked about him last week. The boy Willie Taggart, man, mm. he left Oregon for Penn State, mm. and look how that's fairing right now. Mm. We get paid, so it may be faring well for him yeah. financially, but in terms of uh, uh, his resume,
2: it's not looking so pretty. But you know what? I look at Oregon as like a like a Notre Dame, though. You put them in the playoffs, or you, you line them up against somebody for real. I feel like they. They getting, they getting popped.
1: But speaking of Notre Dame, I mean, I go back and I look at Georgia's, you know, schedule and, and who they played. Nobody. Their best game, their <laughs> most quality game on their schedule Notre was Dame? Notre Dame. And they just got past Notre Dame. They won that game by five points. Well, you could say Florida was good, but I don't think Florida's a good football team. So that's, anyways. Like,
2: so that's like saying if Georgia and Michigan play in, in a bowl game, Michigan going to pop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> Bro, I I just didn't like it, man. I didn't like it at all. Oh, or if you go on based off of what transpired this year, yeah, that's is. what I'm saying. It's so gonna be a quality matchup uh. considering how they just barely beat Notre Dame. You can say it was in the early part of the year, but no, Georgia hadn't played anybody for them to be getting their respect like that. Mm. You can say yeah, that Notre Dame was number seven at the time, but I don't like that, man. Yeah. I just wish they would, you know, be a little more fair across the board when you're evaluating them. I mean, then Minnesota's having a historic run, bro. Yeah, they are.
2: Which is Nine and uh, in0
1: season? I don't know when the last time that happened for Minnesota. I tell you what,
2: and uh, it seems like those those guys are out there, they got a really good energy. They look like they're having fun. I like their coach, man, because he he he's always positive. He's always Oh PJ Fleck, man. Hey, he's always uppity. like you know what I'm saying? He that's what type
0: of coach you want to play for though. Like right. Minnesota it, is nine and zero for the first time since nineteen oh four. First nineteen you you're not giving these dudes respect. That's what that pisses me. How are
2: you not, man? 1904. 1904. They don't believe it. believe it. Every
0: team Minnesota played in the before uh, Penn State in the Big Ten has a losing record. So they, you know,
1: but when you beat Penn State, who everybody was touting, okay, Penn State's that deal. Hey, hey, you hey. You gotta hey, give them respect after hold that. On, hold Why on, don't you respect on. them a little bit more? They're hold undefeated. On. They, hold hold they, on. They, they, they manhandle Penn State. They control that game from start to finish.
2: And the committee put. Penn State and the playoff picture.
0: Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, think, I think it's kind of a, we saw your one game against Penn State. Mm-hmm. You you were at home. You played really well. Now go on the road and beat a ranked Iowa team. Then turn around two weeks later, beat the ranked Wisconsin team, and you'll find yourself in that discussion anyways. It's kind of like a play when you're in kind of deal. They know what's in front of them. So it doesn't really. That's why the rankings are weird because they don't really matter right now. Right. That's what. That's why I they're said just, they're they're just, just for us to go back for and forth. Yeah. yeah.
1: And and but I still. I mean, put some respect on my name. Yeah. You know, I, I think they can do that with some of these schools and, and and how they're doing it. I mean, like to be quite honest, I mean, Clemson hasn't looked like they hadn't played anybody. they had a tough game this year. Uh, but you go and look at them, are they are the reigning national championship champions, and they don't really play anybody the rest of the way, so you know they should be a shoe in to get there. But
2: I mean, they did have them at five though. Yeah, it's just it was understandable
1: because you knew two of the teams had to face each other. Yeah, one of them was going to beat the, beat, right. the, beat the crap right. out of them, so you know they was going to be right there right. up the next week. So
2: yeah, yeah like like you said, they just giving us something to talk about, which is hey, I appreciate it. Yeah, man.
1: <laughs> hey, it?
2: transition though, man. Yep. You know, are you good on college football? You yeah, good? I'm good, man. All right, Ain't cool. Too much more I want to talk let's about. Let's talk about, about your – uh, we, <gasps> we Gucci. Yeah, let's talk about your brownies, man. They they finally got them a, yes. a win.
1: Yes, yes, It's not
2: looking good for you for the bet, you know. No, nah, man. It, that, um, it's all good, though. Okay. I think
1: somebody on Twitter, man, sent me a picture of a steak. <laughs> I know Will used to make a picture of a steak, but somebody else on Twitter sent me a picture of a steak.
2: Oh, um, man. You
1: know, for our bet. You know, the bet was I thought the Browns were going to win nine games or more. And they
2: got a chance. They just got to win out. <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> –
1: that ain't about to happen. <laughs> if they went out, they'll probably get in the playoffs. But that ain't going to happen.
2: <sighs> man, That is listen, not going to happen listen. with the Cleveland Browns, even, man. Even though they won this game, it was not pretty. Right. Um, I'm not sure what's going on. There was so many questionable. Like, with, with my boy. Uh, Ki- uh, Freddie Kitchens. Freddie yeah. Kitchens. Yep. Bro, he's, I don't know if he, uh, Something going on where he can't figure it out right now. Kareem Hunt looked good in that game. Yeah. He bought. But you can
1: see that extra element right. um, that, that he brings to the team. But the play that pissed me off the most is when I'm watching, is late in the game. You know we got to drive. We got to score. We got to get position. And we run this dumbass play. At this point in time, you should be like in almost like two-minute mode. Even though the two-minute warning had a hit, yet, yeah, you should be in two-minute world trying to score, trying to drive the ball downfield. We run what was almost like a shovel pass and try to flick it to Kareem. And it – Thank God it was a shovel pass because the thing could have been a fumble. Incomplete pass. Yeah, thank God it was a shovel pass and it was incomplete. But I was thinking, like, why in the hell are we doing this at this point in time when we need to score and play clock management ball because we need to get in position? Mm -hmm. It was just some questionable offensive decision-making calls, man, which I do not understand for the life of me. Why is it going on at this point in time? At this juncture in the season, you should know where you are. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And you should know your personnel. Mm-hmm. get him the ball in space, get him the ball quickly. Baker Mayfield, he's he, not a guy that can drop back and go through every... No. One, two, three, things, get the ball out your hands.
2: These are things that you find out in preseason. You know, you figure right. out, you know, who, who my players are. You know, what what are they good at? And you know what, what can my quarterback handle? Yeah, which is, I kind of feel, I mean, I know a lot of people are putting all this pressure on Baker. He's not this. He, I feel bad for the dude, man, because it's like... I don't. <laughs> it's like, he got a lot on him, but is the coach really helping him out? Is he putting him okay, in a good I can, position? I can to, right you know, I I, okay, I can sympathize I I with you right there. That's what I'm saying. I I feel right bad there. for him because yeah. he, he throwing a pick every game. No, right. I don't like that. I don't like that. But you got to think, bro, <laughs> Kitchens not putting him in, in good positions where he can succeed. You know, like you said, he's, he calling these plays, and everybody scratching their head like, bro, what is you doing? Right.
0: You I know, certainly hope that. That's the
2: only reason why I kind right, of no, so I, I
1: sympathize with you yeah. there when you broke all the way down, man. I, I just hope something happens to where, you know, it starts to, to change, man. The, the tide changes for this team. And, you know, like I said, I don't see us going unde- undefeated the rest of the way and make it a and 9-7
2: season. <laughs> hey, what if they did? <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. That would be f- simply amazing. Oh, man. Um, that would be great. They got to play Steelers twice, which is they play Steelers just Thursday, Thursday night. Which, which is going to be a good game because it's going to be good game. They even stepped up and turned their season around. They rolling now, yeah. so it's that, that's going to be a good test for uh, for both teams. Actually, yeah, man. So the Browns, man, the Browns. Yeah, move on. But they got some. Play-
1: I, I do see. Let's say they did decide a fire kit, uh, Freddie after the season, which I don't know. Would it be the best thing? Would it be the worst? I don't know. But I could see. How another coach will want to come into this situation. Before, I was like, no, there's no way another coach is going to want to come to Cleveland after they just fired a coach because they do it too many times to where you get one season here one season there and you're firing them. But when you look at the talent that we have on the roster, if you can get the right coach to manage those personalities and put them in a great positions from a schematic standpoint, you got a deadly situation right there because the roster is very, very good, oh, especially intact. on offense.
2: It's intact. Right. And you, got you got guys. you got everything you need. You Nobody's do, going anywhere
1: no, for anytime, anytime soon.
2: No. No. So, I have to agree with you on that. But let's stay in Ohio. You're speaking about uh, one-year coaches. We got a guy who was in his first year mm-hmm. as a head coach and in and, and Cincinnati Bengals, and they ain't won a game yet. Wow. <laughs> they paid a guy over $100 million, I think it was last year or two years ago, and he's sitting on the bench now. <sighs> A.J. Green ain't played a game yet this year. Would you even – why would I even – but you know what's crazy? He uh, His contract is up this year. Though. Oh, yeah, he ain't coming back. He's
1: going you know, to chill out. Chill out get healthy, and they are going to give him a a, a a bunch of money. If they don't, somebody else will. But you know the thing is, they're not going to fire the coach.
2: No, oh, because it's Cincinnati. Yeah, we know
1: Cincinnati. They want to hold on to that money. They ain't trying to give nobody no huge
2: buyout. You know what's crazy, though? I think about it as like, dang, we, we, used to, we used to clown – bad on marvin lewis for for okay i make it to yeah. playoffs every year i'm getting popped in the first round so they going to man we can't even win a game Bruh, now grass ain't always greener <laughs> grass ain't always greener man but <laughs> that's crazy i wanted to bring that up because obviously you know got some little roots there right you know but uh i feel bad for cincinnati man but hopefully they, they turn that thing around because i you know i root for all my ohio teams right, right there, so i don't um I don't hey, work for Cincinnati, man. I ain't saying like that, Browns bro. guy. You know it's, it, it's some love there. But right, you played there, so yeah, it's different for so you. It's a little different.
1: But another thing, though, but with Andy Dalton, um, that's the one – I mean, outside of them being who they are and, and talking about, you know, management and them not wanting to fire the head coach after one year, um, another reason that they probably wouldn't, though, you got a, a built-in cop-out. Like, this isn't my guy. This quarterback isn't it for me. So maybe I need to go and rebuild uh, – Uh, and start all over. But that's another thing. Andy Dalton, I think he's in the back end of his contract, maybe one or two years (laughs) left on that deal. Um, I thought he just signed it like a year or two ago. uh, He's in the back end of that thing. So it's going to be interesting to see whether they try to keep him around, whether they try to trade him or what. Because I do think Andy Dalton is a decent quarterback.
2: Yeah, I think he is too. He's
1: not like this. No. You got to put some pieces around him. He's not going to push you over the top by himself. But – He's a decent quarterback. I think it's just it to be put, the matter of being in the right situation.
2: I think you put him
1: I'll look up his contract.
2: It was so crazy I think yeah, I think I I, I think uh this might sound crazy. What? You put Andy Dillon on the Browns all right now, I think he might make something shake. Oh no, no. <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. That
1: was just so far fetched.
2: Not <laughs> at all. Not at all? No. Hey, I can't see. I think anything is better than a bake right now, man. I'm sorry. He got
1: one more year left on the deal. Oh, one more. Yeah,
2: okay. One more year. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I thought he. Uh... Man, man, forget this. Speaking of quarterbacks, man, a young man by the name of Colin Kaepernick Ooh. has an opportunity. Say his name again Colin Kaepernick. Colin! Mr. Neal. <laughs> has a chance to work out this Saturday. We at 3 p.m. Like that. Call him Mr. Neal. We're going to call him Colin Kaepernick. Hey, 3 p.m. in Atlanta. And it's open for all the teams to come. And I hear it's about ten or fifteen teams that are going to be there for certain. But let's talk about this guy, man. Dude, I mean, a guy, a guy who who hasn't played football years. in three years, yeah. man, three years, and he's finally getting the opportunity. I mean, what's 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 the real meaning? I mean, looking at this situation when you first seen it, like what came to mind? Oh man, when I, when I first saw it, I was like, oh
1: damn, about time. Right then I think that was everybody's initial reaction. Oh, man, he's going to get an opportunity. But then you start diving deeper into the situation and you start looking at, okay, what's beneath the surface here? Um, the NFL having a workout for, and not even like a specific team calling this workout, the NFL is orchestrating this that's workout. why I say, For this, all teams, and then for it to be on a Saturday, not a Tuesday, which is the traditional workout day.
2: Right. So, so that's why when I looked at it, I was like, wow, the NFL is something else. Cause right. Now it's like we're giving them opportunity we putting it in y'all hands now yeah you know what they want to
1: do you know what the NFL (laughs) wants to do they want to go to the bathroom and wash them hands yep (laughs) they want to you know put on that makeup make it nice and pretty they want to take them clothes out iron them (laughs) hey guys my hands are washed I'm rid of this blackball situation My hands have no dirt on them. My clothes are clean. My face is clean. I got a nice haircut. I look nice and presentable. Man, and I am done with all of that nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the NFL wanted to do in this situation, and understandable because you understand that at some point in time, they were going to still hear the backlash of you know Colin Kaepernick being blackballed, and that's something that I mean. I, it's still going to go down in the history of what transpired, but do you want that stain to be they blackball him in that stat and he's not playing, he never played ever again? Mm-hmm. Or do you want it to say, you know what, this was the situation right here, um – he, he didn't get a chance to play for this many years, but he finally got that opportunity, and it's kind of like that light at the end of the tunnel. And let's say he gets he gets an opportunity, he gets somewhere, he starts, and let's say he wins some games, and now you have this storybook ending, almost like uh, for Colin Kaepernick and what he was able to do, and it looks good for the league perspective, mm-hmm. league wide. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I mean, you can look at this thing from so many different ways, man. So many different ways you can, you know, dive deeper and say, okay, uh, was it the fact that there were other teams out there who? were reportedly reaching out to the NFL about Colin Kaepernick, but they necessarily didn't want to deal with the backlash from the fan base. Mm-hmm. And now they were putting pressure on the NFL in the front office. You guys have to do something so it can look like from a PR perspective that, all right, it was you guys' call. And now, uh, you know, we go out, we look at him, we sign him, and we got him on our team. And now we're not like dealing with it from a from an internal standpoint. And on our own, our own fan base, and we're just dealing with it from these people and all of these haters out there. Mm-hmm. Now we can make it like, okay, the onus is on the NFL. The NFL did this. We had to sign him. Mm-hmm. But behind closed doors, maybe they wanted to sign him. They wanted mm-hmm. to give him an opportunity because, hell, they do need quarterbacks, and we know
2: oh, it's, it's there's a, ton a ton premium of teams right on now. NFL quarterbacks. You can't it's just find of, one walking down the street. It's, it's a ton of teams right now that you could put Colin Kaepernick on the field, and he could be the starter hey. right now.
1: Bro, you know what's bad.
2: And it's been like that – the last three years that he's been sitting out.
1: Right. But you know what's even crazier, man, is, you know, when I – I mean, just breaking it all the way down, bro. I mean, I can't remember if there's ever been a time like this. You look across the league, right, and the landscape of quarterbacks. Traditionally, the top-tier quarterbacks, they've been white quarterbacks, right? Mm-hmm. You look across the landscape right now and where they are, and you look at how many black quarterbacks are in that top-tier uh, – Echelon of court, I man, you can see the tide changing yeah. and, and the people it. it's no more status quo, we gotta get this guy to six he he, he gotta be able to stand in the pocket. No, they're gonna step cause, outside
2: cause, the box. Because there are two right now that are under six two.
1: Yeah. It so I mean, so not even not even from that perspective, the height. But I'm saying just stepping outside of status quo and what's been the norm for so many years, now when you see these guys have success in so many different ways, now it's like, okay, man, maybe we need to, to change where we're going with this a little bit.
0: Bean, I want to plant a seed in your brain okay. for a second. Do you think that's because the NFL for so long was okay, you have to run a draw on first down? You have to run a uh, uh, outside zone on second down, on third down? You can do a five step drop and pass. Now the league's offenses, like the league thought for so long that you had to do that. You could run a spread. On offense. You could never run a
1: spread in the NFL. It would and, never
0: worked. And traditionally, black quarterbacks are mm-hmm. athletic, right. get out of the pocket, mobile. You got to find ways to get them out, outside to make plays. The NFL has adapted and said, Okay, we can make plays without dropping five step back in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Like it just goes to show Kyler Murray's having success in the NFL, but so is Ryan Tannehill. Right. Like Ryan Tannehill's winning games it at is. six foot four, two hundred forty mm-hmm. pounds. Right. Ben Roethlisberger still wins games, but so does Kyler Murray. So, like, these quarterbacks, they don't have to be the same anymore. 100%. Don't you think, like, that's, that's just part like, of the reason uh, that, that you're seeing this? Like, uh, yes. so many different quarterbacks. Minds are changing. Different Everybody's styles of quarterbacks can have success. They're evolving so now from a middle it standpoint. It's like that's
2: just like running backs back in the day. Everybody wanted that big ass bruiser that could just run it up the middle. That's not true, bro. Nobody wanted a big bruiser. Back in the day, yes they did, bro. There's only a handful
1: of them out there, man.
2: Bro, back in the day, yes, they All right, did. Give me five. Give now, now, me five. Nowadays. Name me five. Nowadays they want, oh, we need that running back that can catch the ball out the backfield, get out the backfield. What you saying, bro? Give me five of the big bruisers. Who are you talking
1: about? And I'm gonna give you five of them running backs that you're talking about that that, that come out of the backfield.
2: Hold on, say what's your question again? You said give me five <laughs> running backs. Yeah, you said nah, bruisers? Yeah. I'm talking about back in the day, like back in the day when it was like Jim Brown and them, bro. Aw, man, bro, we weren't even
1: born. Thought of man, <laughs> what are we
2: talking about in that situation? But getting back to the quarterbacks, man,
1: <laughs> hey, whatever. I was just trying to make a point, bro. was talking. <laughs> <laughs> but getting back to the quarterbacks and and Colin Kaepernick, more specifically, another thing that crossed my mind is like, man, people are are, are right now watching Deshaun Watson's success. You're watching Lamar Jackson and him being able to be successful.
2: Russell Wilson.
1: Uh, Russell, or not even Russell, because Russell isn't in that same mode. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an athletic guy, get outside the pocket, but he's not running the ball to uh-huh. clip that Deshaun is. Yeah, you're right. He's not running the ball to clip he can that that, uh, that Lamar Jackson is. Mm-hmm. And then you watch Kyler, you know, we, we, he's uh, he has the potential to do. She, and I'm wondering she, if the League. Even Cam, bro. Even Cam Lewis. So hey. I wonder if the League look, looks at that success right now and said, man, damn, we see it working with them. And we see. We don't have to say we're going to get guys to fit our system. We can make a system fit a guy. Maybe we got to go give Colin Kaepernick another chance because now with the way the game is changing, this motherfucker can help us win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, maybe not a Super Bowl, but he can be very good for us if he is in game shape. Now, that's something that we don't know. We don't know if he's been working out. We don't know if he can sling the ball and, and look as good as he did before. According- but now you're going to have that thought, okay, man, well, maybe it works, and then you look at who was who was a uh, his office coordinator, Greg Roman. Mm-hmm. Where's Greg Roman? He's in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that situation right now is not sparking so many mm-hmm. eyes and ears throughout the league. That all right, man? It makes sense, and for the NFL, it makes sense because they get to wash their hands of everything. But now, one of these teams that says, you know what, gonna I'm going to value eat. more, I'm, I'm going to value more winning <coughs> than a, a political stance. It's going to work. I mean, if he can get to a situation and a team to where he's winning, that's going to triumph all the political shit because we all knows winning cures everything. Winning everything. makes people likable. Winning is going to make uh, the worst man in the world look presentable mm-hmm. because he's winning for your franchise. You're going to be able to give him the benefit of the doubt. You know what? That was them. He's a changed individual. So, in your opinion, does he get signed this year? Yeah, I mean, Somebody's going to sign him within the next couple of weeks. Absolutely. I don't I see. Any, so. I don't see any reason why they would. I hope so. Unless he goes where, out and gets hurt during his workout or anything like
2: that. Where would you like to see him play? Man, a place
1: that's wide open that would he would be able to flourish. Let me look at Denver. Denver's a place he can go right now. Yeah, they had the game where they won uh, with the, the quarterback they didn't play. But you look at Miami. They just talked about they're going to have somebody there at the workout. Uh, there are a couple places right now that you can throw in, man. You look at Pittsburgh.
2: I was about to say Pittsburgh. Hey, you even look at Dallas, man. I know that they got Dak and all everything thing. But... Bro, no way. Dak's going to
1: be their franchise guy. <sighs>
2: but he is not look
1: All right. Go ahead. Oh, man. I can't believe you threw Dak in that, man. It's what you got for us? As a Steelers fan, I like
0: Mason Rudolph. They're winning right now. They I don't they are, mess So, that so you didn't want to
1: touch it. I, I get man, that. I get that. He's playing well.
0: But if I'm a team, I would take him on my roster. Yeah, I'm 100. percent You guys both played in the NFL. When you, you guys both went through some injuries too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How hard is it to come back from an injury after six weeks? It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine though, taking three years off mm-hmm. and just coming back and being like, "All right, I'm getting thrown in now." Like, how hard would that be? Like to to throw an accurate pass. In, with a live bullet situation so, to do those things. Like, how hard it's, would that it's actually gonna, it's be? It's going to be – it would be difficult. It would be a little bit just, that, difficult. Because I don't know. I no, don't no. play. So, like, it's a real question. So, hey. I, I think more so
1: it's the notion that people have. Oh, he's been off for three years. But, you think, but if you've been off three years and you haven't been injured, if you've been off three years and you've been healthy and you've been throwing the ball, I don't think it's going to be as big – the timing and everything, all that stuff is going to be a little bit difficult. But I don't think it's going to be as big of an issue uh, as people make it seem. Yeah, you're gonna sky. have to get used to the, the the speed, the the style of the game, and all that stuff. It's gonna be an adjustment, but it's not gonna be like, oh man, can you still do it? I don't think that, especially when you you go out and you go out healthy, essentially, and you go out healthy, and then you're working out. But Tim Hightower is a perfect example. Tim played running back yep. uh, in Arizona. He <laughs> missed three years, missed was out three years.
2: And played running back,
1: and then came back and played another four years. And he was dealing with injury, so it was That's a little bit unreal. different. I know it's different running back yeah. to quarterback, but. I don't see it being that big of an issue for Kyler. I
2: think I think the biggest thing is now if this guy is a guy who's been at home just, you know, not working out, not throwing that's a big difference. Right. But this is a guy who who's you've seen him training with the Odell Beckham's during the off season. Mm-hmm. He's been throwing to all these different, you know, high end receivers, this guy's been He's been around. He hasn't played in a physical game, but he's been out there still throwing the ball. He, he's still been staying in shape. He's still been doing everything that he he needs to to be ready for this workout on Saturday. So, go ahead. Um, in my opinion, you know, would I take a chance on him? Absolutely. And now, I know you were saying, you know, I was crazy for, for, for calling the Cowboys. I'm not saying that he could. he's going to go over there and just take over. But Cowboys don't
1: need nothing close to a quarterback, bro. I'm going to shut you down right there. I'm nothing close to a quarterback. You don't like that? Jerry ain't signing him either. Yeah, at all. Jerry Jerry ain't touching that. (laughs) Bro, but one of the deals, too, you got to really understand in this deal, this whole situation is the NFL is a business, right? Colin Kaepernick, when Nike had that jersey and Nike unveiled that Colin Kaepernick was a signed athlete to them, we watched their stock shoot up. We watched them make so much money. So whatever team does get Colin Kaepernick, there's going to be so many supporters that want to flock to that organization Mm-hmm. Uh, from the standpoint that they may not even be a, 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 a football fan, but because Colin Kaepernick, you understand the story, you understand the history behind everything that he was trying to do, they're going to go right with that franchise. Yeah, you're going to have some naysayers and detractors and people that aren't going to be uh, enthused about it, but, I mean, who the hell cares when, let's say, y- your bottom line drives up 30 percent because of you got one guy. Let's not even say he was able to go win you games, but your bottom line tell you, drives up from I'll a, tell you a, thing a sales gonna, standpoint. I'll Tell
2: you another thing is going to shoot up is is the TV ratings. Oh for sure,
1: everybody's going to be watching. Yeah. I guess the big thing, the big question now is if you're Colin Kaepernick, I mean, are you coming in kneeling in this situation? I mean, are you? Are, what are you doing? And I think if he one, I don't think a team signs him if he says, "Oh, I'ma still kneel." I don't think that happens. I don't think a team out there is going to sign him because they're not going to want to deal with the headache. But in my personal opinion, I think the kneeling, yeah, it served its purpose. It got people talking about the issues. It got eyes on it. It got dollars raised. So I think it served its purpose, and the kneeling should be done. You move on, you play football. People are still want to know what you stood for at the end of the day. I don't see any reason to go backwards. Just move on from it.
2: In my opinion, I agree with you, but I think he still kneels. There's no way he could sign. Cause I, and it'll I, last a week. Hey, I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah, they cut him quickly.
2: Yeah, I get what you're saying, but it, I feel like he's in that – he he's the guy that it's like, I came this far, why well, give up now? Why well, stop doing it now? Well,
1: I mean, you're not really giving up. I mean, don't you see all the change that has been made? It's three years later. You're still talking about Kaepernick. Exactly. It don't matter if
0: he kneels or not now. Right. Yeah.
1: I mean – I agree with you guys. There's been change made. Now – But we just don't know his mindset. But we, uh, I just hope. I mean, and – Me and if my friend, sit here and say the change has been made. You're crazy. Now – is it ever going to be read? No, nothing's going to be read of anything. One hundred percent, you're still going to have issues, mm-hmm. but the awareness is there. People are going to watch out for things a little bit more. People mm-hmm. are going to watch how they talk to people a little bit more. So I think the awareness is a hundred percent there with this Colin Kaepernick situation, and he served his purpose. You done mm-hmm. what you need to do, brother. Mm-hmm. Move on from it. Go play football. If that's what you say you want to do, go play.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree. That's raw back with it. Well, um, good luck to that brother. I, I, I honestly. I'm looking forward to see his workout. I'm sure we won't see the whole thing, but I'm sure we're, we're going to some see some clips and hear some, yeah, some rumbles of it. Um, I think the last thing before we get out of here, beans. Um, oh, we still got to do
1: bet man. So that's gonna be the last thing.
2: Yeah, I know that. But uh, let's talk about you know who we talk about these quarterbacks, and it's funny because I seen Shannon Sharp. They were kind of talking about it, and he was like, you know, you look in the past, in the past, and now, in our, and our, and our running, and 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 our running for. You know um, MVP right now is so is so different because now you have a couple African American quarterbacks and you have a white running back. When was the last time? <laughs> right, we talked about a
1: white running back being <laughs> probably the best running back in the country, yeah, or, and in the that's league, bro. Yeah. That's the crazy that's, thing.
2: That's what I'm saying, and bro. Like that's
1: I, mean, I don't Look at talk about times changing.
2: That's what I'm saying. That boy's that deal. Yeah. I, mean, I ain't no yeah. disputing that whatsoever. Yeah. He is that deal. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, who is – who's your guy right now as far as MVP?
1: Oh, man. I love Russell Wilson. I love what he's doing. I mean, Lamar is just so exciting and all that, but I'm, I don't think he's having like an MVP year. I think he's having an exciting year and he's winning some games for him. Honestly. Russell and, and if Christian McCaffrey – But they're not winning, though. That's the only thing.
2: Yeah, that's the only if thing. You,
1: if you talk about offensive player of the year award, I'm hey, going with Christian McCaffrey. Okay. That dude is
2: – Yeah. He's insane. Um, I would have to probably kind of agree with you. Uh, I think, honestly, that win Monday night, that watching that game, what Russell Wilson did in that game, I think for me, it, it's like it put him. He was already at the top of him, but it really mm-hmm. put him at the top because dude, man, is he a playmaker, man, and he's a leader true. and he's he he's he, he he's that American guy that. You know, he's a, he's a clean-cut guy. He's a mm-hmm. character. He's a leader. He, he He's what, you know, the people want to see. He's All-American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's jump to these bet DSI, man. Uh, these picks right here, man. And see what we're working with.
0: Brown Steelers. I'm not even going to give you a spread. I just want to know who's winning. I think the Browns are. I got some making up to do with uh, the game
1: uh, Mr. Will over there. So, uh, team Cleveland. I don't care where it is. I think the Browns are winning this one. You look on paper. Browns are an overall better team. Oh, absolutely. But we know it in the ballpaper. But 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 you got coaching, man. But
2: but you gotta you gotta look at it. Uh Tomlin is a hell of a coach. Mm-hmm. One. And the freaking Steelers is freaking rolling right now. <laughs> they got a chance to maybe have defense player of the year on their defense right now. All right, pick your pick. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got? I'm gonna go with the Browns. You just, fed... just talked up story. Right, exactly I just no, 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 no I just, I just had to I had, I had to hype it up, now. Come on now Because right. I feel like Everything good Comes Hey Everything good comes to an end You know, so
0: Maybe maybe, right. maybe Maybe the Distillers hit that wall Alright, we got We got a Big day Big week of college football let's Along go. with Ohio State let's Well, let's just start quick. with Ohio State Because I just want to get out of the way Are they covering the 53? Yep. Yes Godly yep. Jesus Christ <laughs> 53 I'm clicking
1: Ohio State on that one Give it to me <laughs>
0: Oh man! All right, Minnesota. You guys just talked about them at Iowa, but well, they're did underdog. You Ohio, did you
1: pick Ohio State? Huh? Yeah. Okay, you go, all right.
0: Minnesota's an underdog at Iowa minus three. I'm taking Minnesota. Minnesota. Yep. I'm taking Iowa. Night game? Uh, no.
2: 3:30. Oh. oh yeah. It's it's, it's at Iowa. Yeah, it's oh at yeah. Iowa. First first quarter they are gonna do the wave and it's it's a wrap
0: it's a wrap. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, Indiana surprise eight and seven and two. At Penn State, Penn State just off the loss. Minus 15. Penn State. Penn State. Man. Motivated. You got Penn State, Bo? 15 points? Yeah. No. Indiana? Indiana's not good. All right, Michigan, Michigan State. Penn State's not good. The little rivalry. Michigan minus 14. Michigan, Michigan State's bad.
2: Oh, I was about to say, Michigan State <laughs> is horrible yeah. this year. I'm they are go struggling. Go they Michigan. lost to freaking Illinois this week. <laughs> And it was look up 28-3. Ooh. Say that again?
1: Look fickle Michigan State. That I like be that. Interesting. You think they get rid of Dan Antonio?
0: I like that a I lot. I don't know, he's man. Do a lot of, he's doing a lot of money in March. He is, but. It's like a 3 or $4 million like payout. I
1: way. don't know if they they've been this good consistently. In their entire existence. Oh, no, he's the best coach in program history. Exactly. So, I don't know whether you fire that guy off of one year. He's been sporadic off
0: into the sunset. I think
1: you got to. It's Michigan State. We're not expected to win national championships here. We're expected to compete for Big Ten titles and be decent. I think they keep them.
0: <laughs> Oklahoma minus 10 at undefeated Baylor. <laughs> Baylor. Baylor, Oklahoma.
1: I'm going to Oklahoma on this
2: one. Uh, Oklahoma has had some, some close games this year, and I, I just – Right. Hey, I really, I, I, I really love not being us agreeing. It makes <laughs> good. It makes for
0: good <laughs> podcast, man. All right, Georgia minus three at Auburn. Probably the best Auburn. game of the week.
2: Auburn.
1: We'll go with Georgia here. Oh or, yes, oh.
2: shit. Thank you. Auburn. I, I mean Georgia the points. I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying I was gonna win this one. Just.
0: He's got the points. He's got the
2: points. Hey, I can't wait to hear these results because we, we ain't agree on a lot of this. We week. got a
1: good, good good weekend at football. A lot of big games this yes. week.
2: Yes, man. indeed, yeah. man. So
1: make those bets at BetDSI.com. Use promo code Beanie100. And that's a wrap on Beanie the Boone Podcast, man. I appreciate you guys listening.
2: See y'all next week. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.